So this is episode one and a half of week one of Brazen Harvest, part 1B or part two, or however you want to describe it. We are uh, back. I am Chris Gerling with the Cornell Craft Beverage Institute and the Cornell Department of Food Science. And I'm joined by Jeremy Schuster, who is brand new to the Eastern New York Commercial Horticulture Program, correct? Yes, I'm the Viticulture Extension Specialist for all 17 counties on the eastern side of New York. Excellent. Yes. And so we are thrilled to have you. Uh, so, Jeremy, you started in the beginning of August. Is that correct? Yep, I started August 1st. Prior to that, I was at Oregon State University where I got my master's degree uh, studying rootstocks and drought tolerance. And then prior to that, I was in the Midwest uh, studying corn and soybeans. Nice. Corn and soybeans. And then uh, on to grapes in Oregon to do rootstocks and drought tolerance. And now you're at Eastern New York and you've been here for almost one month. <laughs> uh, one month tomorrow. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> excellent. Yeah. We are thrilled to have you uh, joining us and joining the team for Brazen Harvest and for the whole the grape uh, viticulture program, viticulture analogy across New York State. And uh, what do you think you've you've seen so far in your time? The last four weeks has been um, a whirlwind, to say it uh, short. I've seen a lot, everything from, you know, frost damage. It's been pretty extensive throughout this region to insect concerns, for example, spotted lanternfly in the Hudson Valley, to great vineyards that are with their management being top-notch, and then other vineyards where uh, the experience and expertise could use some help. So it's all over the board, uh, all sorts of different challenges. And it's it's been uh, a great time seeing everything thus far and looking forward to seeing how I can have an impact for the growers in this region. Excellent. Yes. Yeah. It's a, uh, there's a lot going on in our state. There's lots of, <laughs> lots of great varieties, lots of regions, lots of different situations, lots of different everything. So yeah, you know, you're starting mm -hmm. to see the, the, the vast menagerie that is, that is the, the New York uh, scene. And you touched on a couple of things. So when I was with Alice and Hans and Jen yesterday, we talked about there's obviously there was frost damage in some parts of the state in some vineyards. And so I think the Hudson Valley had some of that uh, and you saw, and we've seen some yep. of that. And so that's, that was a really unfortunate start to our season. And then things got roughly better throughout the, the spring, the late, late spring and summer. We've seen a fair amount of humidity across the state. That's, <laughs> that's one way of saying the fact that it <laughs> rains almost every day now. <laughs> yes, yes, that's that's probably a more accurate way of putting it. Yeah, and we've seen, so we're thinking we're going to see larger berries. We, we're going to get the, the data sheet. I just received the, the data from this week is just finished, typed up like 10 minutes ago. And so uh, I'll send it out to all of you so you can, you can see what we've got to, to work with. But yeah, so the season is, as I said, you know, we, we've got, so there is disease pressure out there because of the rain mm -hmm. that you described and maybe larger berries also. Are there other things that you think you, you've, you're observing about the season so far that in, in your short time that you feel are trends? So current trends that I've observed just visiting vineyards from, and this is from the Hudson Valley all the way up to Lake Champlain, downy mildew is consistent. The level of severity changes. Uh, so that's a pretty consistent trend. Some vineyards that weren't able to get in as frequently as they needed to 
for their spray programs have a bigger issue with powdery mildew, but that's on a lesser extent compared to downy. What I'm starting to see more of is botrytis moving in with those larger berries, the trigger pressure in the berries, the skins are cracking. So I'm starting to see some more botrytis uh, or other buntrots like sour rot coming in, which is concerning. Also in this region, and I'm assuming for most of New York, last year bird pressure was a very significant factor. Some vineyards losing 100% of their crop. So this year, a lot of growers are proactively putting out bird netting and using other tools to basically try to mitigate or scare off the birds and mitigate bird damage. Yeah, I think birds are something that are a problem all across the state. As you say, I think the further east you get, Hudson Valley and Lake and uh, Long Island in particular, I think get, get it the worst because I think that there's like major migratory pathways basically up the Hudson. And so that, yeah, that's an extra challenge. And all of these reasons are why growing grapes in New York state is not for the faint of heart, right? But uh, we're looking forward I wouldn't, to this. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it for a quiet retirement if that's what you're looking for. Right, exactly. Yes, yeah, 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 no, it's, you know, agriculture is challenging. Agriculture in the East is, is very challenging. And yeah, it's uh, the the verdict, if you want to call it a verdict, or the, the hope is that despite all the challenges, which there have been many this season, there's still optimism that this year, you know, could could really have some some nice things or nice grapes and wines that come from it. And do you share that optimism? Yeah, no, it's if you survive the frost, it didn't have a complete crop loss from the frost. There is a decent crop out there. And I think it's surprised more than a few wineries and vineyard owners to see how much of a crop there is. So there's a lot of optimism out there. Certain cultivars, there might be a limited supply compared to previous years just because of how far along they were when the frost hit. But I think it's going to offer wineries a unique, well, a unique challenge at the very least, but I think they're going to rise to that. And I have no reason to doubt that the quality of wines uh, from this year will be any less than previous years. Excellent. Yeah. No, that's the hope. And the, the forecast for the next few days looks pretty good. The next week, 10 days, we're going to see warm and dry. And yeah, we're all saying, yeah, right. From our lips to Mother Nature's ears or whatever, and uh, knock on wood and all that, because subject to change. Uh, this year has been very subject to change. We'll hope that 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 kind of plays out. I think the other thing is that the degree day counters have been kind of all over the place this year. There have been times when we got very ahead early in the spring, which is a problem, of course, which led to some of that frost. Led to the frost. Well, it was exposure. The, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, made it made yeah. it more vulnerable, right? Made them more vulnerable because a lot of things had pushed further than they usually would have. And yep. then, you know, then when there was coolness in some places, especially eight May June more timeline, and so then I think we're kind of after all said and done, kind of back to the average for for the degree days. So people are, you know, I think the feeling is that that's maybe for our timing harvest timing will also be more an average if there's such a thing as an average because um, last year was relatively early. Well, depending on the region too. I'm, lately I've been up in the North Country in Lake Champlain and Capital District and I've been talking to a few growers. They feel like they're gonna be a couple of weeks behind uh, where they normally are. Um, I took some numbers from 
uh, some newest stations in each region. Uh, for example, Champlain Valley got about 1960 for grand degree units, but they've received over 20 inches of rain since it first. Uh, the capital district wow. uh, has about 2,100 grand degree days, and they've had 16 inches of rain. And down in the Hudson Valley, they're sitting about 2,240 for grand degree units, but they've had almost 23 inches of rain since April. Wow. So I'm not sure what the five-year, 30-year averages are for growing degree days, but I do know that precipitation has contributed a lot to the disease pressure that is I'm looking forward to see probably an increased size and berries. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So there's a lot of things, a lot of factors in play here, and we'll see how it all how it all irons out. We talk about the weather, we can't do anything about it. Although you might argue we are doing things about it, but that's a that's a more macro discussion about humanity. So for now, we'll just yeah. talk about we'll see what happens, and we'll hope that the 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 forecast plays out the way it looks right now, and we'll hope for a good season. And we'll yeah, we'll look forward to seeing hearing more from you as the season progresses. So. Thank you for taking the time, and it's good to have an introduction of you to the, yeah. to the state, and and we'll we'll do we'll do more of that, I think, in Raisin Harvest and other forums. You know, everybody knowing who you are and where you are and what's going on, and so we'll we'll talk soon. Yeah, no, I'm happy to hear, be here and be a part of this, and uh, if I'm in the neighborhood, I'll try to come knocking. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at my Cornell email address, JDS five four four at Cornell. And if you have any questions, I'd be happy to help. Excellent. Thanks so much. Thank you, Chris.